everybody, welcome to the 88th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And just a reminder before we get started, if you like what we do and you want to show support, please consider checking out our Patreon and getting some cool exclusive benefits like access to our Discord, our live cast, and access to video content And uh, for as little as a dollar a month. Check that out at patreon.com slash mathcoreindex. And we've got all 15 multicam sets from Math Core Index Fest 2022 up now on YouTube. So be sure to go check that out at youtube.com slash mathcoreindex. Drum cams are coming up right now as well. Fucking editor, producer, and all that, man. Good work. Thank you. Yeah, I edited almost all the sets except for the Black Matter device one, which I had some... Michael Tony edited that one. Shout out, Michael. Yeah, he had four different angles to edit there. So, yeah, kudos for, for tackling that massive, <laughs> massive endeavor. Took, took some workload off of me as well, which I feel is appreciated. Like that, I feel like that's really where you can like rest now. It's like, all right, now it's done. For real, though, after I got all the Fest footage uploaded and edited, it's just like, yeah, big big load lifted. I already awesome. had the, the fucking drum cams exported because it's like the first thing that I do. Yep. Always got to get off, you know? Always got to get off. You always got to get off. You yeah. got you to gotta get it up and get off. Yep, absolutely. Near mm-hmm. that. Near that. Music. That's the music biz. It, I mean, the, the cream rises to the top. Hey. You know, no. <laughs> it's either you're the you're the weed or the, you're the chef, and uh, I'm I'm the weed. The chef? Yeah, you get the you, uh, you. I think that the cream you add the cream to the wheat later on. And it's cream of wheat. We're kind of referencing penises there for everybody that didn't know. We're referencing all kinds of stuff. Yep. I'm also going to just say very quickly that this episode was a bit of a catch up episode. Just to preface everything we're about to talk about is uh, basically from September and further back. However, we pulled a June last episode. We're pulling a January in this one. <clears throat> to draw attention to that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind then. Cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going back. But um, next episode, we'll be talking about some more current releases from October. And that one will be out first week of November. So then we can hopefully be current for the, mm-hmm. the remainder of the year. I know y'all aren't on everything. So I got married. Bring up so sue me, okay? You know? Christian got married last weekend. It's true. It's yep, true. Pretty good. So ladies... And gentlemen, and they taken. I'm, I'm off the market. I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> but I am so available, so you guys don't message me because I won't get back to you. I'm very scared. If you're especially, uh, you have the uh, the furry persuasion. <laughs> yeah, Levi's yeah. really into that. If y'all got tails, let's do this. <laughs> so, okay, with all that out of the way. So the first band we're going to talk about is Kin Mode. Fuck. I'm going to start off like this. All right. And Kin Mode are a sludgy noise rock outfit from Winnipeg. So yeah, back in 2018, Kinmo released Loved, which is one of my favorite releases of that year. Not in my top 10, but... (sighs) Loved was fucking good, man. Very good, though. Very good, dude. Very good. Great dark atmosphere, crushing instrumentals, manic vocal delivery. It's... I mean, we... I mean, this in this new release is going to be just the constant flow from, you know, that to this with Loved. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, even the the first track, A Love Letter, is... I mean, just, you know, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's a bit of a continuation there, I suppose, thematically. We'll see it as that, at least, you know? Yeah, it's like... um, So, yeah, now they're back back with their eighth full-length album, Null. Can't believe they released that many, but they've been around since, like, 2009... Or 1999, excuse me. Yeah, I was going to say 2000, 2001, at least. They're early, early odds, okay. So, yeah, they're back with Null, which they released on September 23rd via Artifact Records. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the first thing that Kin Mode sort of like stands out with is that they really embrace like old school sludge and noise rock, I think. But they do it with like a heaviness and a bite with like of more contemporary metalcore and hardcore. They they obviously um, they have up the sludginess and then they have added 
extra factors through the years. Right. I mean, if you go back to their their first release to the to now, um, it's definitely a completely different project. For sure. You know, they've 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 they've, uh, they've you know they've, they've molded, they've evolved, right. you know. But yeah, uh, this new release definitely heads out in some new territory. Like they're playing with some industrial and uh, some even some like kind of like no wave elements on this release. That's I no wave exactly. Especially on the first track. It has taken me about a year, and I feel like Danny from fucking Horse Torso has really shined the light to me of what No Wave is. So, Danny, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> from from love to this, it is fucking amazing. I, I want to say the added... The, there is... Loved was already very frustrating and just frustrated lyrics, but holy fuck, dude, the lyrical content and just the... The vocals, like, yeah, motherfucker is not happy. Yeah, Jesse definitely in, in top form on this release, yeah. especially on the first couple of tracks. There's some really great lines. Je- Jesse has this, like, just like in Love, it's just that the kickoff of just like a sludge part, and then he just has these ranty fucking pieces for a second. <laughs> it's not spoken word. He's just got a little bit of time for the until the next fucking like chord kicks in. Pretty Jesus breathless. Fucking, yeah, it's great. Um, I I truly this is the lyrics um, are almost like conspiratorial. Yes, you know what I'm saying, especially on but they respect my tactics on the line about they want you to be engaged with the platform and um, a love letters line about buying into the exact same narrative as everyone else. <sighs> Excuse me, buying into the exact same narrative as everyone else. Yep, yep. Um, that really sticks with you, both of those songs. I guess I'll, I'll describe Jesse's thing as like a spoken word rant that he gets in every few tracks, and it is... Yeah, the uh, delivery is a bit spoken at times. It's sort of, it's really focused on the lyrical content this time around, especially. But like I'm saying, like it's it's just like, it's like, Bwah! he throws something in there and then waits for the next chord to kick in. I mean, it's not too long. Um, I wouldn't describe it as like a, a filler insert kind of thing. Like this dude is just kind of squeezing in some extra shit. Um, yeah, and speaking of extra shit, the, the first track right away, we get the introduction of the saxophone with the instrumentation, ah, which really does add a lot to the oppressiveness. Christian, let's start music. talking about the saxophone, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, you want to you want to spice up something really quickly. Add some sax. That does. Yep. I mean, I I I'm hearing elements of like synthy kind of like piano kind of shit too going on that at times. Too. But the sax this the sax specifically. So last episode we were talking about Noel and then like their collab their 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 um uh, similarity to of uh, to a uh, uh, from hell mm-hmm. and both you know naturally they're nasty you know death grind but as well they had the saxophone kind of brassy. Maybe some woodwind, but I think it's just brass we're talking about. I'm pretty sure all these grind bands and like sludgy bands are just using like a certain sax, maybe a tenor, alto, or whatever the fuck it is. I believe a tenor in most cases, because you okay. get that kind of that screechy sound. That screechy thing, yeah. Okay, so um, this uh, this is used so well, especially that first track. When I listen to Love Letter, a Love Letter, which is my favorite track right off the bat, um, it just uh, I knew this album was going to be just all right and just uh, just fine, you know. <laughs> just like I don't have to worry about nothing. I let my guards down and I just put my my, my hands up behind my head and just listened to the the record. It was amazing, dude. It's super fucking good. Like this, they're easily one of the best bands in this style of music. And mm-hmm. why I like them so much is because they're able to just pivot so well between the noise rock and the sludge and the metalcore, like just very very seamlessly. It's all. Uh, hybridized is this what I'm looking for hybridized here? hybridized thank you yeah. um so i with this i would say that um one last thing with the brass I, I i just keep saying the same thing over and over but i mean i just think that comparing like with noel and everything it is adding this kind of discordant chaotic side horns but, are in baby but here it is adding to my fucking frustration 
and just it is uh, it gets me this album truly does um yeah, it adds it's, to the suffocating atmosphere it's I think. not as much cathartic to me like i don't feel good after i listen to it i this album really makes me upset and it's not like a punk rock way it's just it is i'm frustrated and i i really have not had an album that has put me in this weird position in a long time and i kind of like it it's like this the, the chat pile album to sort of you dude a fledgling homie fledgling, i was trying to uh, find a comparison who's influenced by again mode clearly i was trying to find a comparison that is exactly right where it's right. like i mean i it, there is a time a lot of the commentary i think there's some parallel to be to be drawn there there's a time and place for chat pile and ken mode in my in my lists and albums and like just everything like that because it, it brings so much to be clear we, we both we both understand that chat pile owes a lot to ken mode sounds just to get that out of the mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Okay. but i mean like it, i mean it, it but that that frustration it, they are two separate bands but you are absolutely right just the vocal styling alone and just the sludginess it's just it's like I, I feel like i'm just trudging through mud trying to get somewhere but i can't but i also know why i, I can't get there it's like the uh, you can't run in the nightmare thing fuck man it's it's intense i got this whole thing um my dreams are um i'm um it's like i'm trying to walk against the wind but there's no wind that's my nightmare it's not the mud it's like literally just like i can't um it's like i got cement legs like the kids in the hall skit the heavy legs that guy mm. where he can't fuck uh, Dave. So mine is yeah, David Cross. Mine is a re- not David what Cross, used to be a Dave recurring Foley. dream, and it's now a nightmare for me. Basically, where I'm in this big house that's like what I know in my mind is supposed to be our family like mansion in Sonora, like on top of this hill. We call it the big house that my grandfather built. But anyway, I have recurring dreams about a big house, basically, where I'm like going through all the rooms, and it's like not quite familiar, and I'm, I just keep going, and I don't like know where I'm going, but. Uh, that's sort of a <laughs> well, sensation. There's, there's our personal hells right, right there. Personal so. <laughs> hells, indeed. Especially since I can never return to that place because it's been sold. It's my personal Manderley. Yep. Yep. You know? That is, you, you can't ever revisit, can't go back. Right. And you're trying to piece it all together. Yeah. That For those who have don't understand that reference, read Rebecca. <laughs> um, yo. Junior, it's fucking uh, freshman year shit. I'm also not happy about your dream. I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated <laughs> as well with the dream, just like Ken mode. Oh, man. it's it, it That place haunts me, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up here. I'm going to say my favorite track is a love letter. You can take it from there, man. Yeah. A love letter is great. Definitely that. And they respect my tactics provide some serious fucking earwigs. And that's, those are the tracks that are kind of like more on like the sludgy and noise rock sort of realm. And then of course, a love letter definitely closes with that, like that, um, four to the floor bass drum. I'd like to congratulate you thing that, that really does make it one of the biggest highlights on this record. I got to agree with you. Well said. They're exercising a lot more meditation and repetition on this record as well. That's not to say that they don't like bring the riffs, but yet like unresponsive, man, just easily one of the biggest highlights on this record. The closer, like oh, some, yeah, closers. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> man. Just some really powerful use of repetition with those mantra like lyrics really, really dug the closer unresponsive, really sending it home. You know? Truly. Yep. And to talk about the industrial elements again, uh, track three, the tie, is essentially an interlude, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, the piano line that you're speaking about earlier on Lost Grip, I think it is, which is like a massive multi arced song, by the way. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, those elements altogether, actually, just remind me of Nine Inch Nails. I really feel that like that is the track you're talking about. Yeah. They're really channeling Nine Inch Nails on this record in at least a couple of spots to, the, to my my ear, anyway. Yeah. If you're questioning the, the industrial side, definitely blast through it once or twice. You'll see what we're talking it's about. It's not really like they're like all the way through, it's really just more in, excuse me, in the tie 
and then in the closing track the closing track has the industrial yeah, sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the tie lost grip and the closing track unresponsive is where I was specifically getting those kind of more industrial elements for sure. It's not to say that that even though they're like doing kind of like the more repetitive stuff, that they're not bringing fucking riffs too. Like, mm-hmm. throw your phone in the river and the desperate search for an enemy provides some really nice aggressive content on this record too. So it's not like it's all just like sort of like mid-tempo lumbering shit like not my fault sounds like it could have been taken straight off a botch record basically or a converge record love it i think we should give them but they respect my tactics though oh okay i mean yeah. we, I yo, yo, yo. no no let's do that I a like love that. letter a love letter is good though it's, it's the opening track y'all just fucking hit play and just listen to a love letter just you know that kind of thing let's, yeah let's exactly give yeah yeah so i was thinking we can give them something a bit deeper in the like track that. listing yep, i support that we're gonna go ahead and play for you but they respect my tactics which is track four from ken mode's new album null which came out on september 23rd via artifact records here we go
So that was, but they respect my tactics, which is track four from Ken Mode's new album, Null, which came out back in September. So next, we're going to talk about Computer. Mm-hmm. Computer, and for our listeners, that is stylized with an O, excuse me, a zero. A zero for the O. Right, for an O. And you do have to type that in for every fucking thing. Bandcamp, fucking Spotify, it won't, it. At least it's SEO. You do, do yourself a favor. So C, zero, it'll pop up. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so they are a math core trio from Orlando, Florida. We first covered the band back in 2018 when they released their second EP, Consequences of Mass Production Under the Entertainment Regime. And now after a four-year gap, the band are back with what I would probably consider the band's first full-length album, Masturbation Ritual, which they self-released September 19th via the band's own label, Infinite Weed Records. Fucking great name, by the way. That always gets me when I see that. I'm like, yeah, Infinite Weed. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. So one of the brilliant aspects about this release that I just want to talk about up front very quickly is that they released it on a USB 2.0 flash drive, which is packaged in a Blu-ray Blu-ray case. Top-notch merch, guys. Top-notch. So great. And it comes with a, a lyric sheet as well, so... And then they and, got they got a cassette as well, but it's all about that USB. It's really about yep. the USB. I mean, yep. it's it's twenty bucks, but like you should give them the twenty dollars just for the thought because it's. I mean, I, I know another band or two has done that before. I think Zombie Shark has done that as well. Yeah, Zombie Shark did that. Um, it's a big thing in the in the like uh the rollerblading community as well, like that I'm in. Uh, that they'll people like skaters will just like drop a fucking USB. I think it's pretty cool. It's like a mixtape. Yep. Yep. And then, like, I mean, naturally, you know, USBs come in different colors and styles and shit like that, so you can technically, like, you know. I mean, if you're collecting CDs, why would you not collect a fucking USB drive at that that mm-hmm. point, you know? Yep, yeah. I mean, as far as, like, just, like, overall merch collectors, this is a fucking one to grab for sure, you know? Like, you're just grabbing right. the special ones. Collectibles. But, um, yeah, I think it's a pretty cool collectible. Yeah, I kind of, like, it does go, it, it, it's, like, it's 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 borderline, like, a... Like a a locust like coke mirror or something weird like that it's it's very unique you know um but ultimately dude uh very excited to see computer back at it great release even if there's, there's been a four-year gap this is fucking nasty four-year gap i will tell you um was hoping to have a little bit more uh step up on the production but i'm same told, listen i totally get it it's a little computer, better computer computers diy They're you guys DIY, do your yeah. diyness and everything but yeah it's just, I mean, the, to, to hear these tracks in, like, a cleaner form, like, holy fuck, now we got something. I really want to hear them go to a good studio, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 But ultimately, like, this is, uh, it's it's fitting. Um, When I was when I played even just the beat the, beat, the first track, you know, uh, I felt like I knew where I was with Computer. Two tracks that really stuck out with me. Um, all of them are pretty short and sweet, you know, but I really They're enjoyed. They're all about 60 seconds. Yep, I, I really enjoyed I Bleed Come and God is a Bro. Those two are Those. fucking... You definitely identified the strongest tracks. Yeah. Um, I really, uh, I feel like I Bleed Come is the one where this is more of a thing on this release. I'm noticing more kind of like beefed up uh, back vocals, which is kind of nice. And this one. We had the, the titular back... line being very strong in that song. Yeah, so. I Bleed Come. Yeah, the back vocals are like ma- the main vocals ultimately there. Uh, but I, I just, the, the whole the whole release was amazing. I just, I don't got too much to say. Each track Basically it's over me, so quick, you it know. Is. But each track, dude, sixty seconds each track. Let's just say that's what it is. Each track basically makes me toss some fist, baby. I'm fucking picking up change. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm there. There so. is mosh parts in every song. Yep. There. Yep. Every song is designed to fucking make you want to mosh, basically. Yep. Yep. But yeah, it it is over. Just that's my complaint is that it's over a little too fast. I feel like. With this style of release, when you have about sixty seconds on every track, you only get about two or three 
unique sequences per song. Yep. And, and of course, there are some longer cuts. I mean, the, the end of the album does provide a bit more substance, I think, with with tracks like um, psycho. What is it? Um, Psychologic, rather. And yeah, and God is a bro. God is a bro is definitely one of the most memorable moments on mm-hmm. this release with the utilizing of samples, especially that Supreme samples. The stock Supreme's of, so good, dude. That hits so fucking hard. Yep. Uh, lyrics are awesome. Too. Also great lyrics, too. Yep. They've also got kind of a, an ironic bit of a sludge Melvin's kind of a track, too, on this one. Hmm. A bit deeper into the track listing, but yeah. Yet, God is a Bro, I think that's the track for sure. That's like one of the strongest ones. Uh, at the end of the Mechanical Age, I thought that was pretty strong as well. I want. It seems like the artist might have done the last art as well. If not, it's still kind of the same styling of what Computer would have, so it's pretty consistent. Overall, very stoked. It, it's. I mean, it sucks that it's been four years, but it's great to see them back and doing what they do, and the artwork looks the same they, the computer still sounds the same and it's great man fucking give give it to me yeah i mean they're really just doing that like myspace kind of revival sound that was sort of resuscitated by cu space cowboy minus all the uh the pop yep yeah yeah <laughs> you really do get that like kind of screamy fucking breakdowny shit that was around during the you know the mid aughts and yep. I, I really like that about their sound even though the, the tracks are a bit short that again, that's if it wasn't so much like a vignette, like and if the 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 production was a bit better, like they could really, I think computer could like get some serious, uh, some serious traction. Yeah, like save save up the cash and just like put out like a six song EP and just like really kind of put your oomph into it, guys. The the material is so fucking good. It know? is. Yep. So I think that um, God as a bro. So I want to do God as a bro, but I'm like really concerned about that. Stop in the name of love sample will get us like oh yeah 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 okay um just to like be we, I mean we already are like pushing it really hard by just, just like playing tracks just using the music yeah. um I believe come <laughs> that's why I back up every episode especially we had a scare recently where I kind of knew this day would come eventually where maybe we might face some some copyright shit but it, so far it hasn't it's fine it hasn't happened so I've just been saving every episode with the intention of like re-editing them and reposting them if we ever get taken yeah. down. So we're going to go ahead and play for you. Oh, just one other thing I, I noticed, a continuation from their other releases is that they have they've gone on with the trend of numbering the track every listing. track. Yes, dude. Fucking ridiculous, dude. Much like an Opus system, on this release, it is the 16th through yeah, the 27th. Yeah, I was going to say, the first track, which is track 16 on the new album <laughs> from Computer. It's like, wait, 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 what? So that can get a bit confusing if you're just jumping into this band but yeah just know that they're numbering every track chronologically so we're gonna play for you 25 which is psychological which is track 10 from masturbation ritual which is uh computer's new album which came out back in september via infinite weed records mm, yeah bro <laughs> here we go <laughs>
I'll take it over. Next one we have a uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how this. Oh, works. okay, okay. <laughs> Next episode. So Levi's gone. Yes. <laughs> And we have replaced him with a monkey. <laughs> Go ahead, Peanuts. Take it away. <laughs> Just monkey screaming. <laughs> Levi sounds great this episode. <laughs> really good mixing. Yeah. <laughs> Levi sounds great this episode. I want to say the chemistry was like perfect. <laughs> really good banter. <laughs> a lot of banana talk. <laughs> that was too easy. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay, so... What are we doing? All right, so that was 25, Psychologic, which is track 10 from Computer's new album, Masturbation Ritual, which is out now via Infinite Weed Records. So the next band we're going to talk about is Illuminate Me. And Illuminate Me are a chaotic hardcore quintet from Tampa, Florida. And they just released their first EP in over nine years, Dying on a Hill That No One Remembers, which they put out back in August. I don't know how we didn't end up covering this release. I think it just kind of slipped through the cracks. Mm -hmm. But it definitely deserves your attention, so, you know, better late than never. It's also kind of hard for us to say a whole lot about this release. I'm just going to say up front, because it's a four-track EP. But it's, uh, it's very energetic, very upbeat, hardcore and metalcore. Very fast drums, heavy breakdowns, you know, crunchy guitars, dissonant mm-hmm. shit. I mean, what, what do you want from me? <laughs> uh, t- uh, two, two of the four what tracks. What do you want to do? Uh, two of the four tracks, we got some collaborations going on, you know? We got, um, I mean, what, in uh, the first uh, track, I believe, we got collaborations involving even Jesus Peace. So. That is true. We have Aaron Heard of Jesus Peace on the first track. Although his his appearance is is a bit brief, I will yeah, say. it's it's pretty short. It's yeah, it's a it's a it's a good feature though. I mean, his his fucking vocals are heavy as hell. I noticed the vocals, so yeah. I mean, we you won there. One common thread I just want to say that I noticed from people's response to this band is that most people discovered them via social media, like TikTok or Instagram. Like they're really putting themselves out there with like regular, just like trying to regularly create content. You know, it's fucking awesome. Like, as I recall, one of their videos about vocalists recording in strange places has, like, three million views. So, yeah, they're, they're really, like, putting a lot of effort into, like, getting their music out there. EP artwork was done by uh, the the MySpace uh, recreator um, himself, Curly Art. Oh, Corey. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So, Corey, Corey Curly Swope of yep. Zombie Shark. Corey, fucking awesome. Good work. Always solid, for sure. Yeah, great, great graphic designer as well. If you need that kind of shit done, really does kind of like hit those MySpacey. Um, Aaron Crawford, I think Aaron Crawford is like one of his bigger influences. Yep. I mean, just judging by the style, mm-hmm. like kind of like you know, fluorescent monster shit. Like that's what Aaron Crawford was was known for. Both of our old bands both had Aaron Crawford T-shirts, actually. Oh, yep. Prologue did that. Prologue as well. did as well. Damn. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I, fuck his shit is great, man. I, I really enjoyed his art. Now he's like he works for some. He's not even he an busy. artist anymore. Yeah, yeah he, he busy. works for some like big company. I think now. Yeah, this really just kind of reminded me of early every time I die with that same kind of like spunk and similar up tempo compositions, uh, straight from the path. You're I, you're hitting it. You're hitting it right there, I, man. It's not like explicitly mathcore, but some of the material does broach mathcore territory. Is how I would describe it. The vocals are a little more like on the grindy kind of side, but then like you get so those that just wildcat like, that, yowl. Yep. Yes. But then just like at the bueno 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 bueno, just the, the rest is just pretty. Every time I die, straight from the path with the and it's it's great. It's fucking awesome. I mean, almost southern tinged metalcore. Yeah, definitely riffs. a southern tinge going on mm-hmm. there. Um, groovy, maybe. 
But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, ultimately, man, uh, this is great. I, I I would say my it's favorite. solid. It's solid as hell. Yep, I, I would say my favorite track would be uh, God's uh, God's Made of Guns. <laughs> no doubt, fucking best track. Woo! That's a banger. That that is like the most like quote unquote mathcore track too. So yeah, I, I definitely back up that selection. So we're gonna play for you, God's Made of Guns, which is track two from "Dying on a Hill That No One Remembers" by Illuminate Me, and uh, that's out now. Here we go. It's so crazy how long this band has been around, but they just have so few releases. Taking their sweet time, baby. Yeah, like I I had never heard of, Holly was just saying that she had never heard of them prior to this and I hadn't either. I had never heard of them. I heard about them through Twitter and social media, Christian. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't maybe they are actually are on Twitter, but they I think it's mostly tick they're trying to like TikTok, ride the TikTok. I mean. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, TikTok and Instagram thing. train right that's now. The other thing I'm not on, so yeah. I'm actually on TikTok. I know you are. I'm locked out of the Math Corindex TikTok, though. I'm really fucking pissed off about it. I can't, like, get back in it. Oh, it's because of things that you said. Okay. Right. <laughs> we won't get into it, no. <laughs> about how the government's controlling the weather. <laughs> I'm choked on my beard. Don't do that. <laughs> Levi, what do you know about chemtrails? <laughs> oh, Christian. <laughs> 
So anyway, that was God's Made of Guns, which is track two from Dying. Great title. <laughs> it is good. And that's Illuminate Me's new EP, Dying on a Hill That No One Remembers, which came out back in August. So next, we're going to talk about Annalita. Mm-hmm. Is that really necessary for every band, though? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I vary it. It's not like every time I'm like, yeah, and then we go into it, I'm like, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, sometimes I don't, but like, you know. We just need to give you an air horn that you can blow during that part. Oh. <laughs> well, honestly, uh, this should have already been on the Math Core Index soundboard been, years ago. That would have been way hyper. We, we've talked about a soundboard like, forever. We never do it, though, because no. I'm lazy. No. We had, we could have had, Someday. No. When the podcast is nearing its end and we're... Then that's when we'll dial it in that's finally. That's when we're really oh, yeah, finally get it perfect. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? Actually, I'm tired of doing this now. <laughs> I hate us. Okay, let's do this. So yeah, Annalita are a math core trio from Las Vegas, Nevada. And they just released... Well, they released their debut EP, Lord Leech, back in January. Which is a fitting title considering leeches are in the Annalita phylum along with worms. Nerd. I I looked it up. What can I say? Okay. I, you know, I was like, "Who is Anna, is Annalita a person?" It sounds like such a mice. I was going. I was going off that. I was like, "Some girl did these guys wrong." All right, I understand completely. <laughs> like, right? It's like it sounds like a fucking a MySpace era metalcore band where you're like, "Is Jean Benet?" Oh or my god, fucking, dude! Yeah, dude. There were so many bands that just had like the name of a woman. Yeah. Metalcore did it a lot too. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So anyway, anywho, um, yeah, I get such huge Norma Jean and Chariot vibes coming off this release. Let's go Chariot. Let's not drop the Norma Jean. I, I, <laughs> I, I hate Norma Jean because it's a cover band at uh, this point. Who? But yeah, no, no, and also the member is kind of. Let's uh, Corey sucks. I'm Badman. Gonna, I was gonna say it. He's not. He's not the best dude. He's yeah. he's said some very questionable things, and for him to continue to have the platform that he didn't even create, it's just like what is happening here. Like I had a friend last night, literally that. That was talk- we were talking about Norma Jean, and I had to kind of let them know what's what's going on, why I really don't partake in it anymore, and they were not aware of it all, and they had to themselves had to question what they were doing listening to. Yeah, so apparently I, I I created a bit of a PR storm for them. It was just really intentional. I just made a fucking meme, but it's like, yo, does everyone forget suddenly? Like, y'all need to stop fucking get on this band's dick. Stop dick riding this shitty fucking band that doesn't even have any original members. That's the biggest thing. Is like, there's even like, yeah, it's a like, are we really gonna allow the MAGA band to fucking not get bullied at least a little bit? people we gotta bully them a little bit that's why we're, that's where we're gonna just uh talk about the chariot don't worry math right next is here to cyber bully them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it worth it worth the time there uh, but yeah man uh, I, I i did i really enjoyed this release uh analita uh is soon to be uh this doing a show solid. they're gonna be doing a show here in the bay area pretty soon that's so. true we're gonna go see them next saturday in san jose mm-hmm. um Loved, uh, loved the whole album. Uh, I would like to say the Bare Bones was a great first single. It, and you definitely, mm-hmm. I believe Bare Bones was kind of sitting out there for a while to let everybody kind of take it in. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Shudica. Shudica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shudica is, I mean, that was the one where I really got the strong Norma Jean vibes. And it, it even has the piano outro as well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yes. got the same piano outro that you like, you know, how a fucking... Um, what is it? Memphis will be laid to waste. Album's got a nice groove. It does. Going I mean, for a six-track kind of EP. Yeah, it's got a nice groove to it. Yeah, um, this was really good. Like this is this is solid as hell. Crumbs of rat, uh, crumbs for rats. Uh, one of the slower tracks, but enjoyed it as well, for sure. You know what track I really liked was Car Counter. 
oh, card whoa. counter, excuse me. Yeah. Card counter, the way that it kind of just like they lean into that groove, they, they hint at this groove of the entire track. And then finally at around like two and a half minutes in, I think they just like really launch into the groove, like, and they just really let it like ride for like a full 60 seconds. And so it's a really good moment on the, the EP. The title track, Lord, uh, Lord Leech, uh, I would say it, it hits, but what makes it hit a little bit more is that it's the start, the starting track, and there's that static silence in the beginning where you just don't know what's going to happen, and then da kicks you in, you know? Mm-hmm. Production as well, I, I, I would have taken a little bit better production. I feel it's like a it, bit raw, for it, sure. It, 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 even just like I'm talking about that opening where it should kick in, it kicks in, but just, I'm like... That, mm. That's why I think mm. maybe it, I don't think this is a live album, but again, that's why yeah. I keep drawing the Norma Jean Cherry comparison because it kind of has that same sort of like raw, Rawness. untreated quality to it you know yep but overall i uh i was listening to it earlier uh walking here and in my headphones i really it just there was that missing notch in the volume and just to really grab me and elevate me you know uh i'm missing maybe some some i want to really compare it to the computer um release where there was just this missing volume or just this level that wasn't really grabbing me to like go back and go back and go back. You know what it is, is I think that maybe there's not enough bass signal in the recording. Maybe, I don't know if there's the, the bass signal is like not super strong in the recording or what, but they do play as a three piece live with no bassist. So from what I, what I've gathered from photographs, as near as I can tell, there's no bassist in the band. So that, that could be what's missing is the low end, the low frequency. I'm gonna. I mean this in the nicest way. I'm trying to just trying to describe what I'm what I'm saying with the the production. Uh, this one in computer as well. It feels like um I'm listening to the album, like in like I'm standing in the hallway and you're listening to it in the bedroom where the doors are open. Like I hear it, I feel it, but like there's it just sounds this, compressed to you. Is yeah, there's just like this like missing piece. No. Uh, anyways, um, I'm not. I'm just trying to like let you guys know in the production like what what's missing there. But uh, anyways, um, it could be it could be better there perhaps. But yeah, damn right. It's like but it, it otherwise though the material is really solid though. Fuck like, yeah, much dude. like I like illuminate me in computer. It's kind of hard to talk about it because it's sort of. Uh, Actually, it's not really a vignette. These are pretty well-formulated songs. But it's just like the the EP doesn't really offer too much diversity track to track. You mm-hmm. know, they're kind of all delivering similar sorts of material. It's just like... Um, but there are definitely some solid standouts. And again, this is a solid foundation that they've laid out here. So I think this is really promising. With EPs, give me a relentless EP. That's okay. Right. Four to five, six, four to, uh, four to five, six tracks of just pop, 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 pop. All right, I'll take that, dude. I think we should give him a Shudika. Oh. Does that work for you? Um, I was going to say Lord Leech, but let's do Shudika. I mean, once again, it's just like Lord Leech, listen to track one, opener. it's already there. Right. So fuck exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I feel like the opener is almost too obvious. I, that's why I try to avoid it generally, unless it's just like, yo, this is the obvious song that you're going to like just love instantaneously. I'm kind of surprised. I thought we were going to do a love letter earlier with Ken Mode, but I understand where we're going with that one as well. So that, I hear you. But yeah, the reason I selected that track is just that, that fucking the vocal line that I kept sort of exactly belaboring is just so powerful that you've always got your reasons, right? <laughs> you've always got your reasons. It's been a bad thing. That's what I say to my <laughs> wife when I'm arguing with her. You always have a fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody. I got a wife now. Yeah. He's so married. Dude. My wife. He's so married. Look at this. I dude, I'm seeing this ring. It's like, it's so shiny. How many diamonds do you have on that ring? Christian? It's just, it's so big. No, it's just, it's the band. Seven. <laughs> It's just a simple cubic zircon. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> blood diamond. It's amazing, dude. The blood diamond, yes. I said, give me the one where the most innocent suffered. <laughs> they weren't happy. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to go ahead and play for you Shudika, which is track two from Lord Leech, which is Annalita's new EP, which came out back in January. Really throwing it back, but you'll see why. <laughs> Here we go. Wake up! 
All right, so that was Shudica, which is track two from Lord Leech. And that is Annalita's new EP, which came out back in January. So next, we're going to talk about Holly Cut a Contact High. <laughs> Holly Cut a Contact High, which is sort of a weird... It's like, are you referencing our Holly? Don't do that. Yeah, we're... That's weird. <laughs> are, wait, unless, are they talking about Holly? Unless, yeah, <laughs> unless Holly likes that. I'm very case, concerned right great, now. But, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> don't talk about our Holly. <laughs> yeah. So Holly Cut a Contact High is a math grind project from Columbus, Ohio. I don't know how many members are involved. I was trying to look it up. I was I was hoping you were going to tell me something. I think it's just a studio project as near as I can tell. And they released their debut EP, HCHCH, which is, of course, an acronym for the band title, <clears throat> the name, rather, back in August. And it's sort of just like your quintessentially MySpace-esque throwback math grind project that really channels stuff like Cloakal Kiss, uh, See You Next Tuesday. Hayworth. Kind of, sort of, yeah. I mean, the, the slidey, slidey riffs. You know, pro, the, the drums are programmed, so you get kind of a bit of a, a, a cyber grind element to mm, it, mm-hmm. and like screeching inhales on a lot of the, the vocals. I, I love them, but man, that must hurt. I, I don't even know. That can sort of grate on me just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I don't like those. I don't like inhales in particular. So you're gonna collapse a fucking lung. Well, I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. I mean, it's just stylistically, like for my ears, it's like I don't really, yeah, I, I prefer more the exhale stylings for sure. But again, just to sort of reinforce the See You Next Tuesday comparison, Bear, the original vocalist, did inhales. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was way more common back in the day. Like you had, um, remember Wet the Steel from Chicago? Yep. It was like a, a Chicago deathcore band with only inhale vocals. I feel like waking the cadaver was inhales. I, I feel think, like too. that was a different time where um, vocals were more of a hidden secret of how you did them and everything. Now it's a little more out there, you know. I mean, at that time, Zen through Screaming One and Two were out, but that's more to do it properly. I feel like at a time, inha- <laughs> I have that DVD. In- inhales with a cupped mic. It just was. Uh, it was it, it, people are like how did what how no who's it was yeah 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 but I mean like really it's like well if you just you know that kind of thing but nowadays I think it's just more people have everybody's doing vocals there's more technique and everything so that's kind of gone away but I, yeah you, you don't cut the mic anymore but you can fucking hear it man don't you tell me it's not an inhale like Otis asks in the chat was Jamie from Destroyer Destroyer inhales and no, no Otis no. Jamie was all exhales Jamie was all exhales dude. rest in peace by the way if you most of those destroyer destroyer tracks the way that he is literally just blood curdling just screaming you can't do that with the inhales man there's this point where you i mean there's a there's it is like, insanely high pitch though he really was hitting like jamie and rich lombardi are like the top shelf of high screech as vocals. well as hayworth hayworth as well as, as hayworth well, the, the drummer the, from hayworth really did bring did that. some really highs in there yeah also i want to say that um chris from inside the beehive as well all uh, these are all exhales fuck i'm spacing on a homie's name right now but he's in a band called casino and another band a newer band called why i'm dead Hmm. very like rich lombardi jamie-esque vocals got it the highest of the highs but yeah so back to holly got a contact high super streaky vocals i mean it's once again, we're talking about a very short EP. Short and sweet, baby. Give me all these digestible EPs. I'll yeah. fucking take them all, dude. This is going to be a fast episode as a result of that. But like, it's solid. It's grindy. I, I love the um, 
I love the Breaking Bad samples everywhere. It's kind of like sort of an obvious thing to to sample, but like they are they're good samples. They're funny. Yep. I knew it. Holly says I've had so many people send me this album, and I knew that they would. Why would they not? They have to. It's by law. I, I think the person is in the math core index community group and they're just like i'm gonna fucking make something you may as well have called it jeff core you know like mm. <laughs> is that our new project yeah. <laughs> but watch somebody's gonna come out with something that's just like memeing fucking anyway so i think we should give him where the fuck is breakfast <laughs> which is a great quote by the way that's what christian asked no no it's not what kind of <laughs> okay, what he asks his wife Wal- every walter day Ju- ah, zing. walter jr quote there <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to play on yeah, that Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> so um, we're going to go play for you Where the Fuck is Breakfast, which is track two from HCACH, which came out back in August. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, just oh. before you announce it, I, I, I want to th- throw my track in there. Oh. I fucking favored uh, Don't Talk to Me About uh, Being in Danger as well. I fucking Don't Talk love to that. Me About Being in Danger. <laughs> I, as well, I love that. The, That's the title. also a quote. Right. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. I watch Breaking Bad in a little bit, but you can you can just like you can be like that sounds about like a Breaking Bad quote right there that kind of thing. Anyways, kudos. Go ahead. Yeah, I've only watched the show twice, <laughs> homie. But same here. Which is a, a lot we, of times we, to rewatch a drama though. A drama got, that many episodes. Yeah, we got it figured out. We know, dude. It's a fucking it's a good show. I'm not one for television drama. Like, I remember when Lost first came out, and I just felt like the first wave of those like straight to fucking DVD HBO shows that were just like so poorly written. And yeah, like, but you love meth. So that's like, <laughs> like, I mean, it's a big thing, right? I mean, like you actually love meth. Right? So yeah, yeah. Levi, just to play along. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead, uh, go ahead, go ahead. All right. Go ahead. So we're going to play for you. Where the fuck is breakfast? Which is track two. Oh, did I do that? No, no. Oh, I, I, inter- I interrupted God you. God damn it, Levi. No, no, I know, I know, I know. Interrupted you. And then so we're going to I'm going to say, again. here we go now. Okay. Yep. Here we go. Um, Where's breakfast? He says, "Cyber grind death metal with Saint Anger snare is exactly my genre." Just a fucking pop pan. Yeah. Holy shit. So that was where the fuck is breakfast, which is track two from H C A C H, which came out back in August by Holly Cot a contact high. Cannot say that right now. Holly 
<laughs> Holly caught a contact. That is a really hard thing to say. It is. Is it not? It is. In my head earlier when I was writing it down on the notes and everything, I was like, hmm. hmm. Yeah, it's just so many <laughs> yep. noises. So next, we're going to talk about fake Pollux. And fake Pollux are a post-punk duo featuring Ty and Nate of Floral. And Elaine the Singer. And Elaine the Singer. Mm-hmm. Good call. Yeah, Elaine the Singer, definitely a great project that you should be aware of if you're not already. It's a sort of Ty, the drummer of Floral, leading the project on guitar. Mm-hmm. And Nate playing bass. And the other homie whose name escapes me right now on drums. Anywho, so yeah, Fake Pollux have just released their debut EP, Arm and Argument, which is a two-track EP that is apparently not only a stylistic departure, but also seemingly closes a chapter on Floral, from what I understand, and opens another with Fake Pollux. I, dude, Floral, love it. Math rock, instrumental. Amazing. Amazing. But... Mm, this is fucking This incredible. is the fucking shit. From the first moment I heard this, I was instantly smitten. Like, this is exactly what I imagined Floral would be like if they took a more straightforward approach and added vocals. It's really what you get. Like This is the one time I'm quite all right with just being teased with two songs. Because I want to let... Just, the replayability is just insane. Hey, Fake Pollux, Christian and I have been blasting this two tracks for... <laughs> Just continuously, weeks. continuously, Since just weeks, dropped, and just, yeah. just damn, 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 damn. Well, to be honest with you, I started jamming it when we were at the wedding last weekend. But I have been nonstop <laughs> with this. Also, um, I feel like Fake Pollux. It's it's so digestible and catchy that I have all, all uh, have sent this to quite a few people that are really not in the mathcore realm, but just kind of like you know in the Venn diagram of things, like kind of like touch mathcore adjacent shit. And everybody has really been digging it. It's because they've sort of dropped the math rock elements altogether. I mean, this is really morally. This is more post punk. When- wouldn't you say there's still mathy parts, but it's there not. Are. It's not. It's not there over mathy. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Although they have sort of gone a, like a more straightforward route compositionally, like they do still have that same technical flair. It's like it's there in the riffs. The riffs are still like very, arguably technical. It's just not really like in in odd times. Uh, lyrically, y'all are having some fun. With these lyrics, um, a lot of the references I don't fully understand. Like, yeah, yeah I, I don't. I like both tracks. I don't fully understand like what the premise of both of them are. But wow, lyrics are fucking amazing. Amazing, so Dude. vivid and yeah. just like thought provoking. Like talking about the city and the traffic mm-hmm. lights and just yeah, they're so they're really trying to hit a more universal uh, appeal on this music. You can yeah. just tell that they're like, okay, we're done doing. Something that is so like um, so laser focused and specific, and now we're trying to do something. I don't want to say that it's broad, but that is again universal. They're trying to like reach a broader audience with something that is more. I mean, it's just more accessible. I don't want to. I don't say that in a negative way either. It's just like I feel like they sat down together and like you know what with this one, let's have fun with it. Right. You know, and then that's what they did. But like, it's still, it's not like it's lacking intellectually though. That being said, like just because they're not like deliberately or you know, more inherently trying to focus on more technical and odd time delivery. It's mm-hmm, like, it's mm-hmm. not like anything, the quality has not suffered at all. Like it's so well delivered. Yeah. And both tracks offer something different and unique too. Yes. Like the first track really is more like that kind of block party squid kind of post punk. But the second track 
as you were saying, really is more kind of like still in that math rock realm. It reminds me of Delta Sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, fuck, man. This... You're right. Both are stylistically, stylistically different. Yeah, they're both offering something a little bit different, I think. They are so fun. Both are so fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, you will witness with both of these tracks, specifically the, the first track, uh, Arm and Argument, there is this... I was talking with Christian earlier. It's not even like a back-to-back vocal styling. It's, it's going, overlapping. It's overlapping. Mm-hmm. Like they're falling on top of each other in the like. And I will describe these guys if we want to get into like the sounds like like. What a successful like, transition into introducing vocals too. By the way, it's it's Midwest emo. I mean this like this this falling on top of each other gives me this Midwest emo vibe. And I understand it's not what I'm calling you guys, but it's just there's just this. Yeah, like, they're not. Hung, I'm sure they're not super hung up on the genreification but yeah they're definitely not they're no longer on really note, in the math rock math rock realm anymore on that note i was gonna i'm gonna say like i, I feel like we're there if they start if not only stylistically it seems like just with them promoting it it doesn't seem like they're really trying to hold on to the math core or math rock tag no, definitely not you know definitely not they're, yeah. they're i'm sure they're trying to sort of avoid that even maybe a little bit yeah if i mean even like on spotify if you go on spotify right now they they've had enough plays where they already got um you know go to the bottom you can see like the the you know for fans of and all these bands they have maybe a little mathiness to them but they're mostly uh, like a post lyrically though and hear me out I mean, it's not only what they write, but the vocal approach, like I was saying earlier, they're having fun with it, man. It's a fucking, it's, it's, it's different and very new and fresh. And I really enjoy just the, the chemistry uh, behind this. And if you all fuck with floral and you know, it's just two members and then you view the, the, you know, this band as that as well, it just, um, it's amazing. It's, it's so, it's so beautiful to see them progress into this and technically i mean technically it's kind of what i've always wanted is floral with vocals but it's not floral with vocals it's just you know if if i'm gonna let floral go away then god damn it i'll fucking take fake pollux all day dude i'm totally there with you i think this is a great this is a great uh transition they've 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 uh, they've metamorphosized also great band name it's thank you, <laughs> great. Thank you for saying name. that. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole it's thought provoking because like the fake Pollux thing, you know, a fake Pollock painting, you could potentially just like literally shit on a canvas. That's what I'm saying, dude. You it's... got yourself a Pollock. Yep. Yep. Uh, well done, guys. Uh, it's a thought provoking band name. The lyrics are thought provoking. Everything about it is compelling. The the production is fucking great. It's got that same bright guitars and snappy percussion and. Um, I, the, the, yeah, the vocals are just so fucking perfect. Too. Yeah, what Levi was saying is super accurate. It does kind of like bring across that Midwest emo thing a bit. For I sure, hope, with the overlapping and the the call and response specifically, I think in that first track, it really the is. call and response in the first one. Yeah. Honestly, if you if you listen to the first track and you're not sold, then just you know fucking close out. Don't ever look at it again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I, yeah, I would you don't say deserve the, it. The first track is a bit stronger than the second one, for sure. But the second track. That, that the second one is where I, the, the quote unquote let's have fun with it. I feel like that's really like the more like lax. There's like this like jazzy part in it too. Oh you know? man, like yeah, definitely. And the break for it, he's like Lassie is a dog. Woof, good boy, good boy. And then he goes woof again, like a different kind of bark though. It's like woof. it's like woof. And then he goes woof, like it's like damn, that's so good. And also, I don't know if that was sort of like a gender joke or whatever, but yeah, Lassie obviously being a female dog, like, and then the whole like. If if this person walks with this person, then they won't see that. Like that, if just Mary like Mary walks. Yeah, Sally. yeah. Like, how memorable is that though? Like it's. You, I, I felt like I was listening to an early David Bowie track. 
in this. Like I was going like, to say, that's a very David Byrne esque kind of having their talking heads moment. There oh, almost. I felt like it was like like the first like uh, David Bowie album where it wasn't David Bowie. It was like when he was still like uh, like more like on theater. And, like there's a, there's a track that's like, "Will you sell me a coat?" or something like that. Where it's like, it's just you know, yeah, getting a little. Um, <laughs> Dada, maybe yeah. almost. Yep. Ah, fake Pollux. Mm, interesting. We got a little bit of artsiness going on there. But yeah, um, uh, there are there are school kids. What can you say? They, they moved to New York too. I think is the other development is that they now have relocated. Hmm. I think that this music will do very very well there. I think that the Bay, they made a, a smart move moving away from the Bay Area in general. Like the Bay Area is just like fucking dead for the stuff that we enjoy i'm threatening the fake pollocks right now like if- the bay area is fucking sick if you want to like be a part of like what drain and um well i guess gulch is pretty much broken up now but if you want to be a part of like the movement that that drain and like now tsunami i guess are yeah, sort tsunami, of like yeah, are yeah, heading yeah. then it's a really 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 exciting time scowl um scalp yeah, all those bands, the, the the one the one fucking syllable band names that are coming out of San Jose right now are really in Santa Cruz are really fucking hitting a, a very exciting, you know, Slayer esque, you know, modern like thrashy hardcore movement. But if you're not into that or black metal, bro, there's this fucking, it's dead. It's dead as fuck. I'm 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 threatening fake Pollocks right now. I moved here thinking that man, I'm gonna move to San Francisco and I'm gonna meet a fucking drummer and we're gonna do some. Dillinger escape plan shit. I'm mm-hmm. gonna fucking have my second wind of being in a band. No. Nah, nah. Nah. Yo. Didn't happen. Fake Pollux, if y'all only give us these two songs and I gotta wait a year for more, I'm gonna be very upset. So chop <laughs> just get get get, chop, get, chop. get chop, chop. Let's get on there. Let's let's go. Like I hope you got more coming. Also, yo I, I trust that Nate and Ty have got some good shit going. I'm pretty sure so also with Nate and Ty having their tie their ties, uh I I mean, this is self-released, right? I re- That's not something people say. I really hope that they are already talking with somebody and they got other stuff going on, you know, as far as, like, writing new shit because I just do not want to listen to these these baller-ass tracks, two tracks for the next year, and just hope something happens. Like, please tell me you got something else going on right now. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I trust that. They, they've been... F- because y'all know it's good. They so. haven't been prolific under the floral moniker, but I, I trust that there's an LP to follow behind it's, this. It's, it's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. So with that, I think we're going to go ahead and play for you Arm and Argument, which is track one from the EP of the same title. And that came out on September 23rd. Here we go.
Levi and I both just fucking geeking out about how much we fucking love that shit. We warned you, sons of bitches. It's good. It's, it's real good. So it's an addicting, addicting two song. Not since the Waking the Cadaver EP have I jammed a two track EP. Chase through the so woods. Shout out <laughs> by a rapist. Yeah. Uh, fucking holy shit! Yeah, this is this is one of the, this is like one of the best two track EPs of all time. Already legendary. Good. Just uh, case in point, I showed up to Christians today to record this. We sat there talking with each other and went through the EP five times, like five times at least. Yeah, just like in the background. Yeah, well done. Yeah, easily one of my most listened. If you go look at my, if you go follow me on Twitter, you'll see my my weekly five by five every Friday night or Saturday morning. And I'm I'm gonna really piss people off and put this on my on my best of this year. Just two tracks. (laughs) I'm really gonna fucking blow minds with this. Son of a bitch. I'm gonna have to publish that article. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. Two and tracks. I'm going to have to be like, best. Levi does whatever he wants. So <laughs> his list is fucky. <laughs> it's just me. it's just digestible EPs. That's all it's going to be. Levi digestible Sebastian. <laughs> yep. I'm going to put that on your fucking headstone. <laughs> I just, uh, it's uh, it's uh, truly ADHD. It's what that is. So, yeah. Uh, anyways. Well, that's why we're fans of fucking tech grind nonsense, I suppose, right? Short and sweet, baby. Boop, Short boop, boop, and sweet. Just like our peckers. <laughs> Sorry, good one. Right? Good one. Right? I'm proud of you. That's, that's good. Self-deprecating and a penis that's joke. <laughs> um, are, are we done? Yeah, I we're think done. we're done. That was all the bands. Yeah. Right. That's it. We got the dick joke in. <laughs> Squeeze that in there at the end. That's great. <laughs> okay. So I guess that about wraps it up for the 88th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with some more sick underground bands. Good night and stay beautiful.